Sober Gratitudes Podcast is proud to come together and partner with Valor Fitness Clothing in our mutual mission to support and encourage their recovering community. Based in Los Angeles and inspired by real recovery, Valor Fitness lives up to its mission. With one item sold, Valor Fitness donates one item to a homeless shelter or transitional rehab facility. Because Valor Fitness Clothing supports Sober Gratitude's mission, every guest on my podcast will be graciously given a gift certificate from Valor. We are stronger together when we come together. Do you think you may have a problem with your alcohol consumption or drug use? Are you thinking about quitting and want to know what all the sober hype is about? Whatever the reason, I'm so grateful you're here with me today. My name is Sarah, and I am the creator and host of Sober Gratitudes. I once was an active alcoholic, and after decades of failed attempts to control my drinking, I finally reached out for help. Letting others help me is why I'm here today, living a life I never thought possible. The suffering of my past was the catalyst I needed to find recovery and be receptive to healing. I created this podcast out of the desire to recover out loud and, with the help of my guests, show you how a better life is possible after addiction. Whether you have been here before or you are a first-time listener, I would be so grateful if you would take a moment to write a review on Apple Podcasts so that it can reach more people who may be struggling. Together, we can help those in need. You can also reach me at SoberGratitudes at gmail.com with any questions or comments. Thank you again for dropping in today, and welcome to Sober Gratitudes. Sober Gratitudes is a podcast dedicated to spreading the hope in recovery from addiction. It is an inclusive show that does not promote or represent any recovery program. When my guests and I discuss what keeps us sober, we are referring to our own unique experiences. Our goal is to encourage and give hope to those who are struggling and need support. Sober Gratitude's podcast is proud to come together and partner with Valor Fitness Clothing in our mutual mission to support and encourage the recovering community. Based in Los Angeles and inspired by real recovery, Valor Fitness lives up to its mission. With one item sold, Valor Fitness donates one item to a homeless shelter or transitional rehab facility. Because Valor Fitness Clothing supports Sober Gratitude's mission, everyone can receive a discount when shopping. Use the code GRATITUDE20 at checkout. Also, every guest on my podcast will be graciously given a gift certificate from Valor. We're stronger together when we come together. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah, and so grateful you're here with me today. I'm so, so grateful that I woke up without the desire to drink. I'm so grateful I woke up with no hangover. And I am incredibly grateful that I woke up without any secrets to keep and with no shame to feel. 
for a very long time, I had very, very few mornings that I woke up feeling the way I do today. And I do not take it for granted. I celebrate and thank my higher power every day that I get to feel this way. I feel incredibly lucky. I, um, I use social media as a way to connect with others who are struggling in addiction and feel alone because connection is really very key to and the feelings of shame that one that one may have one usually has when they're stuck in the chains of addiction now that i don't have feelings of shame which is still like so incredible because i really i i lived shame was just the way i felt all the time and now i don't and it's it's a it's a fucking miracle and i i can't keep quiet about it (laughs) i just can't because i um i know there's others out there that are struggling and uh, i want to be a part of this incredible community on social media working really hard to end stigmas of addiction stigmas of mental health um stigmas about just about everything like any stigma that needs to be ended i'll jump on board (laughs) i'm really i've always been like a, a justice seeker you know um that's just the way i was born And I was also born with, um, I don't, I don't know when it started. I mean, I I was born with tendency to be addicted. And I, I really am so grateful that I, I am no longer living that way. So, so as I was saying, I, I came across um, a post this morning and I'm not going to say where just because I want to, I do, I do highly respect and um, I do not judge those that want to be anonymous I get it. It's none of my business if you if anyone wants to stay anonymous. It's it's their choice. It's none of my business. So, but I did come across a um on one of um something that I follow, a group that I follow and and somebody who is was um recently um I guess they're in a sober curious stage where they're 
they're kind of looking into their their alcohol use and they're looking into what can happen to one's body or what does what does alcohol do to one's body so they're learning they're they're educating themselves on on the biology of it and um and what it does to your brain um and they they announced that they they were like caught in a way that somebody somebody found out that they were, you know, privately and secretively on social media trying to do some research and they felt ashamed and embarrassed. And that just, I mean, I'm sorry, that triggered me and I got, oh, I just got so um, pumped up because, you know, the first, the first thing I want to do is I want to applaud this person. You know, I want to say good for you, good for you for looking into this. You know, if you think you might have a problem and you want to, if you want to better yourself, if you want to feel better because something that you're putting into your body is not sitting right with you mentally, physically, physiologically, psychologically, like then then I applaud you. It's like, you know, it just baffles me to no end that, you know, well, it doesn't baffle me. It does. It, like, I guess it just, I, I want so desperately for <laughs> stigmas around alcoholism and alcohol use disorder to end and the shame of it. I just want so much. I want to be alive. The, during a time when we can just simply say, you know what, I, I choose not to drink because it's not serving me well. Just as, like, just, as if I were to say, like, you know, I choose to eat clean because I find that non-organic foods or foods with, with um, high in, in um, additives and preservatives and things that are just not meant to be put in your body that that they're they're harming me and they're making me sick so so i'm going to eat clean i'm going to eat organically or i'm going to quit smoking and because i don't want my lungs to turn black and people are congratulations good for you you are so strong you're a warrior I am so inspired by the fact that you're going to eat clean, that you're going to quit smoking, that, that you're going to lose that weight, that you're going to get on that, that um, exercise horse. You're going to take an exercise class. You're going to, uh, you know, take a, uh, I don't know, anything like take a painting class to, 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 to um, access the more creative side of your brain. That's celebrated. People like give standing ovations to that. But when it comes to drinking alcohol, it's It's like back in the day when, you know, I guess when my parents were my like teenagers or younger, like, and beyond that, like, oh, don't say the C word. We can't talk about cancer. Oh, you said that word. Oh my God. Today is the day where we have to, oh, shh. Nope, we're not going to talk about how that person can't drink alcohol. 
I wrote a post and put it on Facebook today. And the, and the substance of it is, um, one, you know, people may have their reactions to it, um, and not fully understand why I wrote it. It might make them feel uncomfortable. And I wrote it not to brag about the fact that I've been sober for eight and a half years, that I've not had one sip of alcohol since August of 2012. I recover out loud, not for me, not to brag about what I've done and what I'm doing, but to help end stigmas, to help save lives, to help people see that there's no shame in asking for help when it comes to drinking, wanting to quit drinking. So this is what I wrote. Something to think about. Nearly nine years ago, when I arrived at a place in my life, when I realized I could never have just one drink, I felt ashamed. I told only a few people because I felt like a failure. I didn't understand back then that my drinking problem was not a moral failing. I was not a bad person. I was simply just a sick person choosing to get better. I chose to do something radical according to societal standards and, I, and better my life by abstaining from alcohol forever, one day at a time. It baffled me that I could never have just one drink. I hated it. I truly hated it. I wanted so desperately just to be able to enjoy a glass of red wine with steak. I never could. And quite frankly, I found no purpose in having just one drink. I didn't, I never understood why people just, just like chose to have one drink and that's it. It made no sense to me in my sick head. I'm like, no, you drink to get drunk. You drink to like change your feelings. You drink to like numb uncomfortable feelings. You drink to melt away anxiety and depression. You don't drink just to make the steak taste better. You drink to get drunk. That was how I thought. And you know what? I felt, I felt like a weirdo. I felt like I was the only one. I felt so alone. I felt, it made me really question my existence, especially towards the end of my drinking career. When the progression of my disease after stopping for four months picked up significantly to the point where I was a daily drinker 
to great excess. But when I finally got to a place where I, I just didn't have any, I didn't have any life left in me. I was completely, de completely deflated, completely exhausted. When I got to that place, And I said, you know, I can't do this anymore. It's, um, I can't, I can't function in this world. I can't be the kind of mom I want to be in this world. And I was terrified because I thought, how the fuck am I going to live without drinking? And how the fuck am I going to live if I keep drinking? I didn't want to die. I felt like I knew I was, I was, there was physical things happening to me that were indicative of the fact that I was entering another stage of alcoholism, of active alcoholism. Google, you can Google what happens to your body when you're, you're getting to that place of drinking far too much. Or you can go visit my friend at Jillian or Jill at Sober Powered. <laughs> she's, uh, I love her. She's been on my podcast and she's, um, she abstains from drinking alcohol and she's a biochemist and she has a podcast called Sober.Powered. Listen to her on my podcast and then go to her, her own podcast. She's like just really hitting it hard in the, in the social world of social media and people are going to her to get educated and to feel heard and to feel less alone, to feel like there's no shame. There's lots of programs out there where you can, get that support. For me, it was a 12-step program. There I learned I wasn't a failure. There I learned I had the disease of alcoholism. And there was a book that, that explained that to me. I began to understand why I could not just have one drink. I, I didn't like it at first. I was pissed. I was really pissed. I wanted to be able to just have one drink. But it was never that way for me, ever. And I knew I loved drinking a lot more than other people. And I kept it a secret. I kept it a secret. And that was, it was really tiring. 
I, I reached my bottom. So I'm sharing this with you not to place blame on any one person in my life or any group of people in my life for my alcoholism or for not acknowledging it about me. Like I'm really, this is not me trying to get attention. And other people who do what I do, they're not doing it to get attention. We're doing it because we we want to help people who are suffering and struggling today like we were at one point. I dream of the day where we can just talk openly about this. Talk to the, talk to the person who is in recovery openly and say, wow, that's awesome. Or, you know what? I know somebody who's struggling. Can you tell me how you did it? Can I connect you to? Where can they go or where can I go? But I understand why it's so scary to approach, like for people to, who know me, who might be listening and who've never talked to me about it personally, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not mad at anyone who's in my life who's never come to me and said, let me shake your hand, you know, let me give you a big fat hug. I really, I don't. I don't think about it. What I think about is that just that I want, like the way that we got to a place in where we can talk more openly about cancer. It's like the same thing. I, it, it's, I kind of dream of that day. Like I put on my rose colored glasses and I think of that day that we can talk about alcoholism the same way that we talk about cancer now. People get cancer. Do we blame them? Do we say, mm, you know what? And even if they do, even if they did get cancer because they were, um, for whatever reason, there was a specific reason, like they were eating too much fat or whatever, or they would people go, Oh, we're not going to, oh, they got cancer because they ate too much of this or that. So, uh, okay, I'm not going to talk to them. You know what I'm going to say? Great job, but behind their backs, I'm going to say, well, they're a failure. They're going to get chemo, but, you know, they might die. Well, that's their fault. Yeah, I can get uppity about this.
but I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to apologize for choosing to recover out loud so that a life might be saved. Since I chose to ask for help, in staying sober almost it was actually nine years ago may of 2012 is when i found the 12-step program that i am a part of and i'm still a part of since since that since then i have witnessed countless deaths of people trying so hard to stay stopped but struggle so much because they are too ashamed. It's really fucking hard to quit drinking, to quit drink, to quit, to quit drinking. It's so hard. It's so hard to just get to day one and then day two and day three and sometimes one fucking second at a time, it's hard. But it does get easier. If your life is really hard right now, and you're questioning why your life is hard, why your relationships are shitty, why you keep losing jobs, why you're in constant collision and conflict with, with other people, why you're like, have this like, train brain problem where you're just beating yourself up all the time, if you have really low self-esteem, if you think about drinking all the time when you're not drinking and when you are drinking, you're trying really hard not to drink too much, maybe putting water in between each alcoholic drink. If you do dry January, if you do all the, if you're, if you're constantly doing this, if this is what your life looks like, I just want to tell you, that's what my life used to look like. Today, it doesn't. And yeah, it, it, it was hard in the beginning. I mean, it was, it was wonderful and it was hard. And I, and I didn't know why I had to like, stay anonymous. I understand why I respect the traditions of the program of recovery that I use. And I know I'm being, I know I'm radical because I, I have outed myself. 
But for me, for this alcoholic, for this alcoholic who's, who's recovered from the obsession, the obsession to drink, I can't stand here idle and watch people die because I'm, because it's, it's a tradition that I stay anonymous because if I, if I falter, if I relapse, that means the program doesn't work. I respect it. I respect that so much, but I do find myself more and more as I continue my life in sobriety that I just can't live in secret. I kept secrets my whole life. I kept a lot of secrets my whole life. And it was so painful. It was so, so psychologically and emotionally painful. So today, I'm going to continue to live into my authenticity and be transparent about the beauty of sobriety, about how life after active addiction is possible and it is enjoyable. It is not boring. It is, on the contrary, incredible. It's freeing. It's peaceful. It's a relief. It's such a fucking relief to no longer be enchained, enslaved by that obsession to drink. And that inability to just have one. It's not your fault. It's a disease. And there is a solution And once you put down the drink and commit to self-healing and self-love and self-discernment, self-forgiveness, you're going to start to see the things that you're struggling with right now, like problems with your relationships, problems with keeping a job. They're going to, it's going to start to get better. You're going to feel yourself feeling better. And then you're going to want to shout it from the rooftops.
and you're going to tell people, hey, you know what? I got sober and I feel a lot better now. My life's a lot better. And I don't have to drink to enjoy social occasions anymore. And I don't have to drink to cope with uncomfortable feelings or to cope with the loss of someone I love. I don't have to drink to cope with a shitty day or who was elected for pre- to be president or because there's COVID. Or because people aren't behaving the, the way I want them to behave. That goes away. For me, it did. For me, it did. And now I just keep chasing. I keep chasing spiritual involvement. Because I, what it does for me is offer me more peace. It offers me more solace. It helps me to be the kind of person that I feel like God always wanted me to be. And I was just too afraid to be that person. If you can drink normally, I just want to tell you, I'm, I'm really excited for you. <laughs> like that, that's great. If you can drink in moderation, that's, that's rad. That's so fucking awesome. Good for you. And, and I'm not saying that to be an asshole. I'm saying that because Yeah, yeah, alcohol can be tasty. I mean, toward for me, I just it it didn't matter what it tasted like. <laughs> just I did it for the effect. There are a lot of people who are able to just have one drink and think nothing of it. And then have dessert and go home from the restaurant and go to bed and wake up the next morning and go for a jog and do you live their lives and then oh and then that night comes and they have tea and they go to bed and the next day they're oh it's friday let's go out okay let's have a drink oh you know i'm really tired i'm not gonna have a drink That, that 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 wasn't my life that was not my life if it's your life i'm really happy for you like i I used to be jealous of you. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I don't feel envy or jealousy towards people who can just have one drink. And I know there's a lot of people in my life who can do that. That's awesome. And I don't blame anybody who doesn't understand the fact that I can't drink 
just one drink, that I have alcoholism and that I work a program to stay sober one day at a time. I, I don't fault anyone who doesn't get it and, they're, and, and they feel nervous about talking to me about it. That's okay. But if you do, if you do ever want to talk about it, I'll tell you, you're going to get an earful because I love talking about recovery. <laughs> and that is probably why I started my podcast. So I could talk about it. So I could talk about it with other people who want to talk about it. Because it changed my life. Because of my alcohol, my act of alcoholism is the reason why I am the way I am today. I don't know if I would have gotten this opportunity to have a psychic change in the 12 steps of my program of recovery and be able to not try to control everyone and everything around me because I was taught a design for living because I'm an alcoholic, but this design for living is actually meant for everyone. Every, anyone, there are people in my life who have done the 12 steps who are not alcoholic and it's turned their lives around. If you're struggling there's no shame. Let go of that shame. Ask for help. Find the people who you know will not judge you. And the people who do judge you, they just don't understand. And that's okay. And they're not, they are not judged. People who do not understand, I don't judge. They just don't know what they don't know. But I do what I do today and every day because I feel, I do feel that the world is sick in many ways. And I believe that drugs and alcohol play a huge role in that. That's just, that's just my opinion. That's my experience. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like to be on my podcast and receive a gift card to Valor Fitness Clothing, my new partner in recovery, so excited about that. Love you, Jim. Love you, Saya. I love Valor Fitness Clothing. Check that out because um, for every one item sold, one item is given to a recovery shelter or a rehab, recovery rehab. And Jim is 
he is a walk the walker. He does, <laughs> he, he does it. He's the real deal. Jim Hernandez, you can find him on Instagram, J-H-E-R. And, um, and Saya, S-E-I-J-A, Nelson. Those two I love. But I don't know if I said it. If you have anything you want to say or ask me directly, you can email me at sobergratitudes at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at sober underscore gratitudes. I am on Facebook, Sober Gratitudes Community. My Facebook, my personal Facebook account is a little bit more private, but that's... um. That's changing. That's been changing for the past six to eight months or so. But you could probably find my personal account via my Sober Gratitudes community account. I want to connect with you. I want to talk about this. I want to help. But I know it's easier to help in a community. It's easier to get better in a community. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So I hope you subscribe to my podcast. Let others know about my podcast. Because I'm here to help save lives. Because I don't want people to feel the way that I felt. And if they are, I want to help them figure out a way and let others help them stop feeling that way. My life was saved because I was willing and desperate and desired a better life. I went to great lengths to get to where I am today because I saw how getting better, I felt how getting better was serving me more than drinking alcoholically. It's pot and it's possible for you too. I love you. You are worth sobriety. It's going to be okay. I love you, Mackenzie. Thank you for shining the sunlight of your spirit into my heart.
my friends at Happy Joyous and Three on the East and West Coast. I love you so much. All of you are so important to me. I'm so grateful for you. And everyone else who knows me in recovery, in my recovery program, and that support me, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. So I'm going to cut myself off. <laughs> My gift of gab um, can kind of get away from me sometimes. So until next time, I hope you have an incredible day. And I hope you know that you are worth a better life. Take care, everyone. Good night.